0: morning and welcome to Sips of Sanity. I'm Kelly.
1: Good morning. I'm Karen.
0: And uh, to, well, we're in August at this point and uh, we're going to be uh, ch- <coughs> chatting this week about nonverbal experiences with our clients. Mm-hmm. Did you want to start?
1: Yeah, sure. I can do that. Um, I thought this would be a fun topic to have um, each of us share a story um, so that people can learn different things that we do. With people who are nonverbal, and nonverbal meaning that they could have cerebral palsy, autism, stroke, um, so deme- where, where dementia. So
0: they can't communicate for themselves verbally. Y-
1: yeah, and and communicate now can be on different levels, right? So some of them could grunt, some of them can laugh, um, some of them might have verbal abilities, but not but have a brain mix or a brain fritz Mm -hmm. so that what they say and what they mean might not be the same
0: right so varying degrees of Mm -hmm. of, um...
1: yeah because it could be a brain trauma it could be a brain uh, an an injury and I just want people to hear that that those types of things for nonverbal people can Mm -hmm. come from different sources and different you could be born that way Mm -hmm. or you could be totally verbal and all of a sudden something occurs and you no longer can communicate right Okay. Or you can partially, but it's not successful. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I have to clear my throat. My first story has to do with um, a client who has cerebral palsy, who is a young male, I think 20 or 21. Um. Consent from his mom to tell the story. This just happened a few days ago, actually, and I know I already shared it with you. Um, So I go to his house once a month, and his mom uh, is often not there. She goes to work. So I voice record the session, and I work with the massage therapist to share messages on his behalf of where his pain is. Um, And she often gives those affirmations, so she's there. But this time his mom is there because she's on holidays. Um, The young man, I'm calling him Leon. Leon. Um was there as well, obviously. So he's in his bed. Um, he's paralyzed and nonverbal. And I'm there and we're voice recording. So she came in and she said to me, Um, does Leon have any messages for me this morning? She was excited. She only gets one or two of these sessions a year with him. And he's she works. Because she works. You're there
0: each month, but she's only there a handful of times.
1: Yeah. Okay. So He said to her, through me, so every time I say he said, that means I hear his thoughts and I share them with her Mm -hmm. and the massage therapist, who I'm calling Danny. Okay, so he said, well, he said, mom's making me a garden. He says, "Um, mom promised a garden last summer and it didn't get done. So this summer she's making a garden for me outside my bedroom window and they own beautiful property. So she's building me a garden, Karen. And, um, I just wanted to say thanks for the piss pot. And sure. (laughs) Odd thing to be thanked for. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, huh? (laughs) What? And he goes, oh, he says, just say thank you for the piss pot. And then I saw flowers and I thought, well, that's weird. So I'm, trying not to get in the way of I don't understand this. Mm -hmm. He's showing me a piss pot and then he's showing me flowers and he's saying it. So I'm seeing and I'm hearing and his messages. And I said to his mom, okay, he says, thank you for the piss pot and the flowers and that you're making a garden for him. And that he's saying, thank you. This is what you're doing on your summer holidays. You're doing this big, beautiful garden. And, um, he thanked her too for a bench that she was going to put a bench, or and they were trying to figure out a bench or a chair to go in the garden as well, so anyway, so he was thanking her for different things, but what really stuck out in my mind was this piss pot, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she gave me a funny look. Danny, the massage therapist kind of stops massaging, stares at me, and goes, "Uh, yeah. like what God name go you talking? Yeah, what are you talking about?" His mom leaves the room. She doesn't say a thing to me. Nothing. And so I'm thinking, oh shit, I wonder what just happened. (laughs) And so I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to keep listening to him. He wants to give messages. She's gone. I'll just keep listening. But I really don't understand how a piss pot and flowers go together at all. She walks back into the room only moments later with this cream colored tin. It looks like an oversized coffee mug, but it's way, way bigger, like 10 times bigger than the coffee mugs in friends. It's got a handle on the side and inside it, and it's about maybe six inches deep. And inside it is this flower arrangement of artificial flowers. And she says to me, so there's a story to this, Karen. And I said, well, what is it? And she goes, well, just hang on. There's a story to this. And I said, okay. (laughs) So she said, when we were kids, she said there was a, um, like they had a really big family. I think there were nine or 10 kids or no more than that, because the, the old, the youngest nine kids slept on the top floor of the house. The remaining children slept on the main floor with the mom and the dad. And because the house creaked, the stairs creaked during the night, Mom and dad figured they didn't want the, the youngest nine kids coming downstairs to use the bathroom. There was only one bathroom and it was on the main floor. So they put a piss pot on the top floor of the house for the nine children to use during the night. Mm-hmm. And the rule was you do not come down the stairs unless you have to poo. Mm-hmm. So it's, priorities. it's P, you stay upstairs and piss in the pot. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, mom and dad would get up before the kids would get up and they'd go upstairs and they'd empty the pot. Okay. So mom sends out an email to all of the people in the family and say that she's creating a garden for Leon this summer. And that if anybody has anything to donate to put into his garden, um, that they could send things and she would implement them somehow in creating this gorgeous garden for her son. Mm -hmm. And because when his bed is tilted up, So that he does, because he can barely swallow. Mm -hmm. The muscles have relaxed so much. He chokes a lot and drools. He can't, um, and he can't wipe his own drool, by the way. Somebody has to do it for him. So when the bed is elevated, he can see out the window. So this is where she's putting this garden. I'm saying all of these things because I hope people are hearing what kind of incredible love she has for her son too, eh? And how she's including as much as she can him in their lives and them in his life Mm -hmm. so she sends the email out and her sister diane sends a piss pot
0: (laughs) excellent contribution
1: yeah she found a piss pot and i don't remember correctly so i don't want to get this wrong i can't remember if she said her sister found the piss pot with the artificial flowers in it, or if she found the piss pot and had a a florist add them because it was for the garden. Mm -hmm. But regardless, what arrives is this piss pot full of artificial flowers to put into Mm -hmm. Leon's garden. And so here he is, nonverbal, doesn't know this has arrived in the mail for him, for his garden, so he doesn't know it Physically physically as a human. And yet he's, he doesn't know that his mom has sent out an email. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know that she has asked for all of these things. She's just doing this to surprise him. Mm -hmm. And here he is nonverbal, talking to me telepathically, and telling me, thank you for the piss pot. Mm -hmm. And thank you for the flowers. Cool. And so, it's, uh, like, to me, it's just a really beautiful story of love and so many things about our abilities, um, whether we think we are communicating or not, and that being verbal is certainly one we can appreciate, but there are other forms.
0: Mm-hmm. Your turn. Cool. Um, Funny or serious?
1: Oh, do what you want. No,
0: just, just give me an option. Serious. Okay, so... Um, I'm not sure if I've, if I've talked about this young man before, but, uh, his father and stepmother came to see me, um, in my, in my treatment room and he's not able to be kind of carted around. He couldn't, like our house is not accessible to him. So the two of them came together, um, and asked me questions about him and about his health. So this, this has to do with medical intuitive and, um, His dad had asked about uh, what they were calling episodes, and wanted me to explain them. And I said, "Oh, okay." So I sat back and I just started to feel everything that their son feels when his dad called, when he like you know his dad says episodes. So I said, "Okay, well he's telling me that he technically." Uh, becomes somewhat paralyzed where his body drops to the floor. They look very much like seizures. It's being questioned whether or not they actually are seizures. Um, but his his son was saying um, that he sh- he convulses, but that he's always a little bit in control of them and that he always chooses when the episodes happen and that they happen when he's safe physically so he can drop to the floor where he won't hit his head on anything and he always does it when someone's in the room. So Kelly,
1: he's telling you this telepath- like, mm-hmm. telepathically, even though the son is not present in our home, yeah. the mom and dad have asked you a general question about how you can help them with their son. Yeah. And you're describing the episodes without them telling you right. he had episodes. Thank you. So you're getting all of that on your own first. Yeah.
0: So okay. I'm, I'm in his body and I'm also standing outside of his body watching what's happening and then in it feeling what's happening. Okay, so there's two, like you say, two different components of using those senses, right? And we discussed that last month. So I'm describing, you know, the whole picture of what the parents are seeing and they're able to say, yes, that's exactly correct. And so I said, well, the issue, the bottom line is that you're here to figure out if it's seizures. And I said, I'm being told that he does not have an epileptic, epileptic brain. He has an autistic brain. So what happens is, Um, When he has certain thoughts, they fritz and they don't complete themselves. And so he goes into, but sorry, (laughs) there goes my brain. Um, Instead of having one thought complete itself, when it fritzes, it goes into five different thoughts. And so the body convulses as well. Um, Similarly to how the brain is behaving.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: However, I think, well, I think everyone's going to latch onto a different cool part of this. For me the coolest part was that he actually chose when they happened. So he was saying that he was so angry with the people pleasing that was going on in his house by his mother and father, well his stepmother and father, but he he calls her mum, which was also cool. Um that he was convulsing. He was mm-hmm. having his fits of rage. But he also, on top of that, has so much pain in a day because of his physical condition Mm -hmm. that the convulsions and his episodes are what allow him relief to come Mm -hmm. outside of his body. Mm -hmm. So he intuitively looks around the room as a young child, sees that there is an adult present, so technically he's supervised. And so he drops to the floor and has his episodes to have a little bit of relief from his pain, but to also Mm -hmm. bring to attention in the home when shits hit the fan. And they're not dealing with it. Okay. I, Which I just thought was so cool. Yeah. And his parents were actually heading out that next day to, I think, sick kids, um, to have conf- or CHEO in, in Ottawa, um, to have things confirmed on the actual scans. And I said, you are not going to find uh, an epileptic brain. What's happened is there's a spiral in the brain or, and it looks like um, a sheath almost wrapped around. Like a coil? Yes. And so I can't remember how he described it, but he said it was um, a spiral. Mm -hmm. He kept saying there's spirals in my brain. Mm -hmm. And so what was actually confirmed, and the stepmom emailed me a couple days later, she said, Kelly, the spirals that you were talking about, um, on his X chromosome, there is an extra, um, like an extra spiral around the Mm -hmm. X chromosome. Mm -hmm. And she said, you hit the nail right on the head. He, He technically is healthy yeah he just has extra on his x chromosome which i thought was incredible i'd never heard of that yeah and yet he was able to describe yeah i'm good i'm safe i'm doing it for relief you need to let my parents know that they don't have to panic um it looks frightening because like he's saying it looks like a seizure yeah but he says his head is always protected he never has issues with his tongue and they don't have to worry
1: what a tremendous relief for his mom and dad
0: dad just cried
1: before going to the the chio but also kelly how brave of them to come and to ask you all of that because Mm -hmm. i know many people would not yeah um so there's there's a degree of wanting to know and the fear of what of what am i going to find out when i'm there and how very much you and i are aware of how people feel when Mm -hmm. they come um, the mixture of they want to know the information and they don't, Mm -hmm. um, but how that could prepare them for being there and being more open to hearing it so that there's not as much anxiety.
0: And, and open to caring for them. Yeah. And so now he can keep a level head Mm -hmm. while his son is going through an episode and know that he can just wait it out and not have to fear. Oh yeah. Which I thought was really great.
1: What puts you in as a parent in a, in a different place as you say. Of being able to do that, and Kelly, kudos to you to see the brain,
0: Thank you. to
1: not be in your own fear. Ugh. Where, well, I know you are, but just hear me out. Where you're not in so much fear that you're afraid that um, that you so afraid that you can't verbalize what you see, feel, no yeah. smell, taste, because you use all six of your senses. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying kudos to you for using all of that, in spite of the fact that many people outside of what we do might say that that's not possible to do it but that you just went right ahead and did it and for three people who were open enough the son and the mom and the dad um to it that that they got that and then they did get their medical um Mm -hmm. affirmation along with it so that it does go together Mm -hmm. and that it can thank you yeah i'm just saying uh that's brave
0: i appreciate that okay that's your 10 to 15 minutes, um, a small sip of sanity in your day, hopefully. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about anything that you heard today, please email us at info at Otherwise, we will hear from you tomorrow.